Kia ora koutou. I'm Sam Broughton, the Mayor of Waikirikiri, Selwyn District. Welcome back to Swell On Air. Grab a coffee or tea, sit back and enjoy listening to the following show. So today we have Glenda Martin from Volunteering Canterbury. We're talking about volunteering because we know in Selwyn District, as in many other parts of New Zealand, life is made so much better with all the pro bono activities within our communities that we term volunteering. So Glenda, welcome to Swell On Air. Thank you. So why do people volunteer? What is their motivation? There's so many different types of motivations for people to volunteer these days, and they're all equally worthwhile. Some people volunteer because they've been benefited from the services for volunteering. They want to give back. Some people volunteer because they need some company. They're socially isolated. Again, another great reason and benefit to volunteer. Increasingly, we're seeing people volunteering to get some skills or build up CVs to get into paid employment. And that is people who have perhaps lost employment, people who are coming into the employment market having had a break, uh, whether it's been looking after children, extended family or whatever, now seeking to re-engage in the community through employment, but needing just to get a little bit of confidence or hands-on experience to make that next step. So all those motivations are equally valid, and there's probably more than I can count. So what are the benefits that motivate people? So one of the benefits I touched on then, and that's around social isolation, and that's particularly uh, not even just our older people, some of our younger people, although they're digitally connected to so many people, that opportunity to have a real-life conversation uh, with another person. Uh, And also, particularly during lockdowns, we've, we've been called by volunteers who can no longer volunteer because they're locked down, and they're feeling really isolated. So for many people, volunteering is their outing of the week. Some of them volunteer in several places, and their life revolves very much around the social interaction that goes with that volunteering. Very good research around the help for mental health, and of course that fits into the five ways of giving, uh, which volunteer ticks off all those boxes. Benefits, I guess, in a a nutshell, that social isolation is probably the big one, and also the gaining of skills and feeling still connected to our communities. That sounds really good. It is important for all New Zealanders, but why is volunteering for New Zealand so important? Ah, well... We've got a team of five million and we've got a geographical space that was really quite large when you look at other countries. We simply don't have the people spread around who are trained up to provide services without calling on volunteers. Personally, I think volunteering is a great thing to have to have in a community because it brings people out and gets people doing things for other people. But certainly it's related to that whole thing about if we think about St John where we, or, or some of our fire brigades, where we all expect to be able to make that 111 call, for example, and as an extreme, and get an answer to that wherever we are within this country. And that simply isn't possible. With There isn't the finance available to pay for all those roles. And the, the country was started with volunteering. We had the, the Māori people here who were looking after each other and welcomed and enabled people to survive some of the newcomers to New Zealand after the Māori had been here. 
Uh, some of the Europeans brought with them the charity model. Later, we got the service club model. So essentially, we've had volunteering right from the start. And incredibly important when we consider our sports, for example, where there's over a million volunteers involved in sport in New Zealand. And some of the people going through that grassroots sports become our athletes representing New Zealand uh, on the picking up gold, silver or whatever medals at various um international sporting events so it it is sort of intrinsic in how we live in New Zealand. So you just mentioned there so many different types of volunteering there's like the service clubs that you belong to as a member but then there's the smaller types of volunteering so how do people find out from Volunteering Canterbury what types of volunteering are available? So we have a platform that has at any one time about 250 volunteer roles and if you want to get an idea of how diverse those roles are, if you go to our website which is www.volcan.org.nz and look on volunteer opportunities, that'll take you through to the volunteer opportunities that are on offer and you can see from the categories there's a drop down box there that takes you all the way from uh, older people through to youth, photography, help with IT information, medical, mental support, a huge range and that'll give you an indication of the types of volunteering that's out there. We represent about 300 organisations within the Canterbury District. It's about 1,200 not-for-profits in the Canterbury District. So there's certainly more volunteering happening than we're representing um, but it is a very well managed uh, and safe way to volunteer. So why should an organisation join Volunteering Canterbury? How do you help them? So with Things like the changes around health and safety and uh, privacy laws which affect volunteers as much as paid employees in many instances, it's really important that volunteers are managed properly uh, to minimise the risk to the volunteer, to the organisation and to the clients that the organisation is serving. So we can help with all that as well as recruiting. So we can do reviews of programmes, of volunteer programmes and we can also offer and we do on a regular basis training around those sorts of things that you need to know. How to reimburse your volunteers uh, procedures for stepping a volunteer down perhaps we're also running a series of governance uh, training uh, I, we really believe that if we've got good governance that will trickle down through organisations and ultimately we're wanting a worthwhile experience for our volunteers we're not wanting volunteers doing this, that and the next thing, we're wanting them to have a motivation and be able to find a role that satisfies that motivation and that's the secret to getting people to stay volunteering and that's what we need in New Zealand Thank you so much today for your time to come and talk about volunteering Canterbury and volunteering. We're going to continue on this topic with our next few guests. I'm Hamy Sinclair, one of the many volunteers in the Selwyn. My focus today is on the Selwyn Central Community Care Group and I have online Juliet Easterbrook, who is the coordinator for that group. Greetings, Juliet. Greetings, Hamish. First of all, can um, can you tell us about the aims and purpose of your volunteer group? 
Our volunteer group, Selwyn Central Community Care, looks after the elderly housebound in the community, and we look after them in Wollaston, West Melton, Whedon, Spurnham, and Templeton. We drive them to appointments, we visit them in their homes, we deliver meals on wheels to them. Okay, Juliet, how does the Selwyn Central Community Care Team assist our Selwyn residents? We assist by driving them to any medical doctor appointments and any other appointments that they have. We also will visit them in their homes if they're lonely on a regular basis. We also deliver Meals on Wheels in the Rolleston area. We do some gardening, basic gardening for people who are unable to look after their gardening and we look after them in any way we can. Oh, that, that's great, Julia. Can you just tell us um, some of the places that you take them to? I know, for example, you take them to some veterans' homes, etc. But in, in addition to the meals and wheels, what other areas do you take the people to? Mainly Burwood and Public Hospital, occasionally St George's. We will take them to any doctor or any surgery, dentist, anything like that in the community. We don't just stay in the Selwyn community, we will take them into the city and anywhere else they want to go, as long as they live in those areas of West Melton, Whedon's, Rolleston, Burnham and Templeton. Oh, that's great. That's quite a wide um, area that you cover. Um, so how do you go about doing it? Do you have a number of volunteer drivers? Yes, at the moment we have about 30 volunteer drivers. And we have 50 to 60 clients. 20 of these would be regular. Those 30 drivers, when someone rings me and wants an appointment to go somewhere, I will take their details down and then I will ring the driver and ask them to pick them up at a certain time and where they're going. The driver then, the night before or the day before, will ring the client and arrange a time to pick them up. That's, that's pretty good. Um, I read that your volunteers drive approximately 30,000 kilometres per year. That's a great service. So how do you fund this travel? We fund the travel by donations from the clients, which are purely voluntary, and we also pay our drivers a mileage allowance. We don't pay them for their time, which can be several hours, but we do pay a mileage allowance. So there is a difference between the mileage allowance and what the donation that the clients give. So we fundraise in various ways. We will have soft sizzles, we will um, get funds from RATA and other organisations within New Zealand. Oh, that's pretty good. I have a little bit to do with that, so I can actually sort of add to that, Juliet. It's, um, we, we look at the Department of Eternal Affairs and get some funding from them. The local council's been very good. We do... Um, and some other local residents. For example, we had somebody provide us with a van that we use quite quite extensively. Can you tell us a bit about the uh, our van that's used by the residents? Our van, the gentleman that takes our van out will do a run as often as he can. Last week he did two runs. What he does, he takes four to six people out in the Selwyn area. He'll take them out, he'll go to all sorts of places, and a lot of them say they're places they've never been to before. And after that, he'll take them somewhere, Darfield, Sheffield, anywhere like that, for a cup of tea. 
they all thoroughly enjoy it. And they're mainly people that are living on their own and don't have an opportunity to see any of the Selwyn area normally. Oh, that's good. I think it's been quite successful. I think um, it was initially um, given to us for a wheelchair van, but um, not many people have used that facility. So using it for something else has probably assisted the community and um, hopefully that's ongoing because it's really important that elderly in, Ro- in Rolleston and so on have access to, to, to meeting other people and really getting out and enjoying their life. Some of them lead quite isolated lives, eh? Yes, they do. Very isolated lives. Even if they're living with families, which some of them do, it can be a lonely life as their families are at work all day. So they really enjoy these outings. And they also enjoy being taken to appointments. A lot of them have become friendly with the drivers that take them. And often I try and get the same driver to take the same people. So they seem to build up a bit of a rapport, which is very nice. Yeah, that's, that's good. I know, uh, listening to some of the board meetings that we have, um, some of the drives get on really well with them, and um, it's it's uh, much appreciated. Look, I just I can't thank those drivers enough for the work that they do, um, and it's volunteer time. Um, so they're recompensed a little bit, but it's quite important that funding keeps coming in, eh, and that we can um, keep this organisation going for some time. Yes, it's very important. I mean, in the last six years, it has built up from taking 10 people six years ago to sometimes up to 100 people a month. And we want to keep building that because Rolleston is growing as a community or Selwyn is growing as a community. So we need to extend our service as much as we can and get out there to all the people that need it. Oh, that's good. Um, I suppose we're still on the lookout for for volunteers. And um, and and board members as well, I assume. Yes, we're definitely we've got nine board members at the moment, but I think two to three of them will only be there for the rest of this year. So we're definitely looking at board members and volunteer drivers. I'm actually meeting with volunteers in Canterbury tomorrow, and wanting to get some more drivers. So I hope that will be successful. Oh, yes, I hope hope the volunteer Canterbury can assist. But how, how do people get in, um, in touch with you so they can offer their service or assist the um, residents of um, Selwyn? So we have a brochure which are in the doctors and dentists and community centre. But not everyone knows how to get in touch with me, but I do have two phone numbers. My home phone number, because often the elderly do not have cell phones, which is 34749070, or my cell phone number, 027-313-1122. Oh, that's, that's, that's great, Juliet. Um, look, I must thank you for your work you do. So I know it's uh, quite an important job, and the whole group that uh, work in this, um, in this community care group, they do a marvellous job. Um, but what do you think is required for the future needs of the Selwyn Central Community Care? I think more volunteers and more clients. I feel we would like to get out in the community a bit better. We would like to advertise ourselves a little bit better. And we have a new person on the board doing the advertising now, and I feel that she's going to be doing a great job. And that's good. I think um, they've also developed a Facebook page that anybody can look at as well. That's correct, isn't it? Yes, that is correct. But unfortunately, the elderly don't look at it, but their families do. And another thing, I get a lot of referrals from social workers and um, personal care workers who deal with the elderly. 
And that is always very helpful. Oh, that's great work, Juliet. Um, keep it up. I just hope that... Um you know, the people in Selwyn can have access to this and any families, it's really any families that we can assist as well that, um, you know, that need our help. It's not just the elderly, it's anybody, isn't it, really, who need those um, assistance of going to appointments or, um, you know, we can assist in that type of way. Yes, we can. And we've often had younger people, say um, people at home who work and perhaps have medical conditions that means they have to stay at home. And we have assisted a lot of younger people in the past, but mainly it is the elderly. Good work, Juliet, and thanks for that. Thanks for your time, and good luck for your group. Thank you, Hamish. Bye. Continuing our topic of volunteering and what you might need to know, we're going to interview now Kate Viporton from Citizens Advice Bureau. Kate is the manager of CAB, and the CAB were also a generous in contributing time and resources to making the Swell Expo happen for 2021. So welcome, Kate. Thank you, Kirsten. It's great to be here. Thank you. What does Citizens Advice Bureau do? So basically we have two main aims. So the first one is to make sure that people don't suffer through ignorance of their rights and their responsibilities and what's available to them at the community in the community. And um, we want to make sure that people know in whatever situation they are, what rights they have, and so they don't suffer because they don't know what they are. And then the second aim that we have is we want to... Um, influence social policy. So whenever a client comes into our bureau and talks to us confidentially, what we do is we make a record of the situation, the scenario that they're in, and then we feed that back to our head office. And then they look for patterns and trends. And what they'll do then is they'll talk to government and see if they can influence social policy. So a really good example of that is digital exclusion, which we know many New Zealanders mm. are suffering are suffering from. Exactly, especially our older people. Exactly, yeah. So um, part of what CAB does is basically we're here to provide free, confidential information. So even though our name is Citizens Advice Bureau, it's not so much advice, it's giving people options and giving people the information they need to make informed decisions. And that information comes from researched, sourced information. So quite a lot of the time, sometimes people think, oh, I'll just Google that or I'll go on social media. And sometimes the information they get back isn't mm. actually correct or it has some correct parts, but it may be difficult to understand or there may be just be too much information. So our... Um, volunteers are trained to interview the clients that come in, get what information the people need, and then give them back that information in a way that can be clearly understood. Um, we mainly get contacted about things like consumer law. So people have bought things, um, especially if they bought things via um, Facebook or um They've bought something online and they've had a problem with it and they don't know what to do. So we give information about that. Another top inquiry for us is um, relationships. So people are going through a divorce and they don't know what to do about that. Um, so they come to us so we can give them information about what the steps are. Um, legal services. We quite often get inquiries for people who just want information on how to um, contact a lawyer or 
how to go to that next that next step. Um, and what we do basically then is we can talk to the person and then we'll basically give them the information and we'll give them a connection to a service that can help. So, um, for example, um, if someone comes to us and they are wanting to know about flatting or tenancy, and they're having problems with their landlord, um, we can give them information about their rights and then we can connect them to Tenancy Services or Tenants Protection Association. That sounds amazing. So what services are there for Selwyn residents? So we have lots of services for Selwyn residents. Um, Selwyn um, is one of our fourth top locations for calls from clients. Wow. So yeah, we get a lot of we get a lot of clients from the Selwyn area. Even though we're citizens of Vice Bureau Christchurch area, we service the Selwyn area as well. So we have three branches. Um, our first branch, Hornby, is only 15 minutes drive from Rolleston. Um, and it's on the bus routes from Lincoln and Rolleston. And basically, um, our branch is open from nine till five. People can drop in. Um, at the moment, with COVID, <laughs> it's a little bit more tricky. But people can drop in and talk to our volunteers face to face. You can also email our branches and also connect by phone and online chat. Um, at the Hornby branch, we have JP clinics. So if people need documents certified, we normally run a JP clinic every Monday and every Thursday mornings. Uh, we have free legal services. So on a Thursday evening at our Hornby branch, we have a free legal drop-in centre. And we also have a free legal immigration um, drop-in uh, drop-in service as well. So there are plenty of services just 15 minutes down the road. Um, we have a clinic at the city centre, a branch of the city centre. So for those people who um, live in Selwyn but travel into the city centre, we've got a branch at ARA. So again, people can drop in. We've got a free legal service there. We've also got um, an employment clinic service. We've got a workplace bullying clinic so lots of services wow. for um, people to engage with and there's for those people who may go into the north of Christchurch we have a branch there at the Fendleton Library and um, again you can just drop in and um, from that branch we run an immigration advice service as well so for those people who need immigration advice we have we have that for them um, the other thing that we um, have is our settlement support service so if there are people in Selwyn who um, are new to Selwyn and new to New Zealand, then we run seminars introducing people to um, the New Zealand culture and into things that they might, they might need in order to settle into the community. It sounds like an extensive amount of services. Now, so people, obviously you rely a lot on some incredible volunteers so, and it sounds like it's really interesting work and it has really interesting training. I've worked with this, you know, the cab for a number of years and, you know, obviously I know you, you've been part of our, our swell, swell committee and I've learnt stuff today. But importantly, how can people get involved and become volunteers? Oh, so super easy. So um, you're right in saying that, um, we really rely on our volunteers. We are an organisation which is basically run by volunteers. And people can get involved um, simply by contacting me. Um, so um, 
my details are manager.cabchch at gmail.com. If anyone is interested in volunteering, just drop me an email or phone one of our branches and give them the information and they will pass on to me. So basically we have two volunteer intakes per year, COVID willing. Yes. (laughs) So um, the next one is February, March. And so what happens is um, when you contact me, I will send information about what volunteering entails with us. We've got two volunteer positions. So one is our volunteer interviewer. So with that, it's basically meeting our clients, um, talking to them, pulling out what they want to know, researching the information and then providing them with that information. So with that comes some really great training. So we actually provide about three months of training. So it's really supported and it's volunteers training volunteers. It's people who are doing the work training um, our new volunteers. It's, it's really great. We have lots of really good feedback about our training. Um, and the other role we have is a support worker. So what they can do is they help out with our clinics or they might go out into the community and help out with our events or speak to people about what we do. Um, and that involves a little bit less training, but it's still a really worthwhile role. Um, yeah, and still really, really needed. Thank you so much for joining us today, Kate. No, thank you. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. If you want to hear other stories about ageing well in Selwyn, check out Plains FM website and search Swell On Air. Matewa.